0: Hi y'all. Welcome to the Craft Table Podcast. My name is Tori. You can reach me at uh, Instagram or email. My email is thecrafttablepodcast at gmail.com and my Instagram handle is at thecrafttablepodcast I also have an account on the Making app, if you're interested. I haven't really used much of it. I'm still kind of like seeing how what it's like and kind of what I can do with it. So once I have a better understanding of using the Making app, I'll share my um, my handle here. But in the meantime, if you find me on The Making app, I am there, so don't be surprised. Um, This episode is probably going to be a little on the slow side. I had to have a delay in recording and missed last week because the other half of my twin home, which I've mentioned in the past, is having some renovations done and it's very inconsistent the level of noise and what's going on and lately it's just been pretty relentless and I haven't had a good chunk of time to sit down and record without construction noises in the background so I'm actually recording on Saturday I'll probably record on a weekend and post on a weekend for the next couple of weeks till it calms down over there. I. Don't really know what's going on or what that's going to look like, so I apologize for the kind of inconsistent posting and recording. I wish I could be more consistent, but I also don't want to have content being posted that is not just me speaking and my wheel in the background. It it just isn't, it's not fun to listen to and I don't think that's fair to y'all. So, just wanted to preface this episode with like what's going on (laughs) to cause the delays or like the early postings of episodes. Since I typically prefer Monday postings, but I'll be posting on weekends instead. Just so that I can get it all out in one shot. So with that out of the way... I, yeah, I guess I will share on what I'm currently spinning. I'm sitting at my Ashford traditional single drive wheel and I'm working on the Braid of Cormo Still from Spindelicious that uh, I want to make as a contrast color to my Nystock fleece yarn that's been sitting off to the side for a little while now while I try and get the contrast color spun up. I'm almost to the end of the second half of the braid. I've just been irregularly sitting at the wheel and spinning. I haven't really had a lot of inspiration or time to sit at the wheel Not to get too into it, I'm having some health stuff come up that needs to be tested and looked at, so my lunch breaks and kind of like my spare time when I'm not doing homework lately has been spent running to appointments or picking up paperwork and lab results and stuff like that. So if I am spinning, it's sporadically in the evenings before I sit down. For my data science classes or my homework for that so I'm not really spinning as quickly or getting through as much stuff as I would like to I would have preferred to have had this braid plied and washed already just so that I can see what it looks like in the braid and maybe swatch a little bit with my other hand spun yarns I have some ideas in mind for what I want. I keep fluctuating and hemming and hawing over what pattern I want. I think it has a lot to do with the fact that I just... The yarn that I made with the Nistuck Fleece holds a lot of importance to me. Especially since it was like a major project for me while I was caring for MJ. Since I was essentially her hospice nurse till she um passed on we chose to have an in-home euthanasia appointment for her and that until that point i had been either caring for her or s- me and her were sitting together at my wheel her sleeping or watching me while i worked a little bit on th- the spinning at a time so it has a lot of special memories and feelings tied to it so I I know what I want what yarns I want to use and I kind of have a basic idea of what I want but I just can't commit to a project so I keep thinking that if I can get this Cormo spun up this dyed braid that's just beautiful and screams um Uh, I wouldn't say comfort colors, but definitely my favorite, more favorite colors with the mauves and the pinks. It's definitely given me a bit of... I guess it could be a comfort color. I don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) I'm just just trucking along. But I've been wanting to get it done so that I can kind of Look at how the natural shades of that Nistock Farm fleece looks with these colors, so that I can decide on how busy I want the color work to be. Because at the end of the day, I do want a color work cardigan. I have been wearing uh, two sweaters that I have commercially out of commercial yarn. One that is a card, actually two that are cardigans and one that's a pullover. And I have liked the pullover, the ease of a pullover, but I think I want to continue to add more cardigans to my closet just because they're so versatile for me personally, compared to just having a pullover. But that would mean I'd most likely have to modify a pullover colorwork sweater to a steeped cardigan, and I just cannot. There is a pattern that I have in mind that is a pullover, and it's beautiful. I love it. I just don't know if I want to keep it as a pullover or have it as a cardigan. So I figured maybe if I could swatch my... yarns and see how I like them together. Maybe it would help me make up my mind because I just cannot get my mind off that sweater. I think it's called the Azure sweater. It's... might be a Lane magazine project or pattern originally printed in a Lane magazine. I cannot remember off the top of my head, but it's been on my mind for weeks on end. So hopefully I can get this braid of fiber finished up, get it swatched, and then make some decisions and see if I like the combination of a woolen spun and a worsted spun yarn together. Because the braid that I'm currently spinning, I am doing a traditional two-ply worsted spun. Uh, Yarn, fingering weight yarn and my fleece from this stock was spun traditional three ply woolen prepped and spun so I know that if they're the same weight it shouldn't really be that big of a deal but it's hand spun so it's a little bit different anyways and one was prepped by me one was prepped by a machine and then dyed by a human so I don't really I've never really mixed my yarns in that way I've always previously before I started picking up spinning had worsted spun only yarns and used only worsted spun yarns together so it's a learning experience and I really want to do right by that yarn Because of the feelings and experiences tied up in it. So that's what I've been spinning on. Slow going. Hopefully by next week I'll have it at least plied up. Just because I really, really want it off my wheel. I have been working on my hand spun Targi shawl I mentioned a couple episodes ago pretty steadily and I'm at the end of the third skein so I need to get out the fourth braid after all and spin that up but I don't have enough bobbins to have multiple projects going and I also just don't have the bandwidth like mental and emotional bandwidth to have so much going on in my life right now project wise when I'm got stuff going on in the background that's kind of taking a lot of my time and attention and concerns. So, one project at a time for me, but hopefully, I have plans to once I have spun up this Cormo braid and then spun up the fourth Targi skein. I, or not the fourth Targy skein, the fourth Targy braid for my hand spun shawl, I should be able to start working on my thin lint fleece that I bought from Rhinebeck this year. I kind of, I don't have a project in mind for that or what I'm going to be doing with it, but I would like to get that going just so that the fleece doesn't sit out dirty for months on end because I haven't cleaned it I haven't cleaned the majority of it I only cleaned a sample and I haven't even hand carted that sample yet let alone actually spun it so I'd feel better if I could get that cleaned and going especially since it's like only two and something pounds so it's not massive and it wouldn't hurt to have more yarn that I will actually use, especially hand spun. I'm finding that I really enjoy hand spun and the fibers that I can get, like sheep breeds I can get out of hand spun, compared to the current market that we're seeing with not only commercial stores, but also indie dyed stores. I really don't want to keep working with Merino, I've found that, which I think this actually might be a good topic to talk about for this podcast because I know personally, you know what, I am going to talk about it since I don't really have a lot to share. Project-wise, I think this is interesting to talk about in the context of making our own yarns and what we want out of them. So... A lot of what's on the market is super wash or it is a commercially prepped fine wool. Just because, and there's nothing wrong with that. And in fact, a lot of my yarns that I have and have spun are fine wools, even if they're not merino. So, like Targi, Ramboulet, Cormo, I think Corydale is considered a fine wool too. Um, BFL isn't a fine wool, but it can be made pretty soft, so it lends itself to that realm. But, all, without all that all being said, you end up with wool yarn that is quicker to pill. It's softer, finer micron count, it's going to be quicker to pill if you're wearing it quite frequently. Which I actually have discovered with some of my commercial sweaters that I've mentioned that I've been wearing. I haven't been knitting very long, I especially haven't been knitting garments very long. I, I'm having with my health stuff, I'm also having like weight fluctuate, massive amounts of weight fluctuation. And so I only have really a few sweaters that I can wear right now That compared to the ones that I originally made. So those ones that I can wear and are comfortable, they're made of finer wools, merino, and targi. And I have mohair in one of them. And they're pilling excessively. I wouldn't say excessively because that's not fair. They are good yarns. But they're pilling more than I would like for the amount of wear and work that I get out of them. I'm someone works from home four out of the five days a week the career I'm going for in data science after I finish my boot camp will be one where I'm working from home permanently which is the hope just for myself and like my lifestyle and that means I'm not going out into the world hard labor. Or working in retail and getting a lot of movement in my garments. So it kind of has been bothering me that I'm seeing all of this peeling occurring on my sweaters. And so, yeah, it's nice to have a very luxuriously soft sweater. And I am prone to, like, not liking more prickly yarns because I have sensitive skin But I would like yarns that are stronger and more well-plied, so that I can minimize the pilling. It's just... it's really frustrating. So for a hand spinner, I think we really have the ability to make those changes even to our fine wools, to create strong garments because commercially milled and plied yarns can t- be pretty loosely plied and I have noticed that quite frequently in a lot of my commercial yarns now that I have begun spinning and really understanding how what makes a good yarn I have a lot to think for like my knit circle and the, um, people like the Fat Squirrel and, um, uh, Welford Pearls, those people have really helped me see what it means to have a strong yarn or a different type of yarn that isn't worsted merino. So, um, I... I want to move forward with making stronger plied yarns, even if it means that it's kind of stiffer, which happened with my three my yeah, my traditional three ply fleece from this stock. I did end up with a um, I wouldn't say ropey. I wouldn't say ropey, but it definitely is firmer than the merino hand-dyed yarn that I have upstairs. And I appreciate that. So that means I'm probably going to have longer time with that sweater. And it's non super wash. So that's the other kicker. If it's a super wash yarn, you're also running into the chance that it is uh, chemically treated to be softer. So it's not as strong... The scales, I believe, is what it is. And the wool is no longer there to keep the wool sticky. And... um, uh, I don't have the right terminology to really express this. I feel like I should probably come back to you guys on it. But essentially, what I'm trying to get at is that it's been made softer and more likely to pill and break down faster than a non-superwash, hand-spun yarn that's been plied specifically to be stronger. You always hear about those sock yarn spins that are meant for like super strong multiple ply yarn that's meant to keep your socks sturdy and going without causing holes in them or lots of uh, pilling because you want your garments to last long through hard use. I personally haven't done that yet. I I love a hand I love a hand-knit sock, but I also love soft stuff on my feet and I don't wear them out like regular socks. So I might not do that for several years to come. But my sweaters and my cardigans on the other hand, especially my cardigans, I want them to last a long time. So, my goal this upcoming year I think in my crafting is going to be getting stronger made garments because I want them to be in my closet for a long time. I I want them to be, I want them to look nice after a couple wears. I want them to last longer in the wash. I don't want to have to get a D-pillar out after three wears or mend a hole that's occurred because the cat... Bean and I were playing and she snagged me on the shoulder. Like I just don't I don't want that. So I think you can really get away with building stronger yarns in your spinning that you're not going to get commercially. So, I haven't really been buying a whole lot of commercial yarn. Now, that's a lie. I did buy some commercial hand dyed yarn from a dyer that I've been eyeballing for two years now <laughs> down in Atlanta. That I've loved her bases. She doesn't have any, I think she has like one base that's merino, but everything else is Targhee and BFL. So I've been wanting to buy some Tarki and BFL, and I did do that for to make another Elton cardigan from Hokey. Because, as I've mentioned, my Hokey cardigan, my Elton cardigan, is covered in pill, little pills. And I've had to repair a hole in it because of the soft wool and loose flies. And that's fine. I clearly am getting somewhere out of it. It's just a disappointment. So I will be knitting in the f- relative f- future a commercial product. A commercially a commercially dyed and uh, spun cardigan. I'm already working on one right now. Um, but my goal in the coming year is to use my own yarn more frequently so to kind of combat the things that I just mentioned to you I don't know how that's gonna go I don't know if that's gonna really be obvious in this first little bit since I'm still learning so much and I am still using quite a bit of finer wools if I were to use maybe a medium or a long is it long staple length yeah, I think long staple length, wool, or primitive, it would be a little bit better, um, but I still, am, I still just love the sponginess of a fine wool like Targi. So, we'll see, we'll see. I there's a small part of me that wishes I preferred rougher. I wouldn't even say rougher. That's not even nice to say, um, but a stronger yarn that might not be as like delicately butter soft as Merino. So, I don't know if I... I don't know if I'm going to be sharing any more projects that I'm making out of just, uh commercial. We bought yarn and made yarn. I I am in the background knitting quite a bit just because I want to get stuff off my needles so that I can start working on hand spun projects. But I do still have some yarn in my, I have, I don't have a large stash, but I have a smaller stash. And I would like to use up that yarn because I have some really nice stuff. That I specifically bought for projects that I want to make. So, I'm not sure. I guess, would you guys be interested in hearing about non-handspun projects along with my handspun journey? I specifically went out to make this podcast to only talk about handspun, but I guess comparing commercial and handspun is a good way to. Learn about Handspun in general. And to discuss it. So. I, I would be curious to hear what you guys are interested in. Just because I'm also not like. Posting videos of anything I'm making. I've been. Pretty diligent about an audio podcast. Just because I. Love audio podcasts. And I get a lot more out of audio podcasts. And I. Seem to focus better on audio podcasts. Especially if I'm doing other stuff like work or spinning so I wouldn't be sharing photos of this yarn unless you went to my Instagram and things like that so it's not like I went out of my way to make this a traditional knitting podcast I really wanted to focus on spinning what that means what that looks like how what I'm learning how it's making me change my Plans and purchasing habits because I do think that making yarn has definitely changed my spending habits. They weren't bad to begin with, just because I am really awful about buying things for myself. I agonize over it. So a lot of my purchasing with commercial hand-dyed stuff or just commercial in general I or fast fashion I guess I always bought stuff that I knew I wanted to use for a project or interested me or went with stuff that I already have and hand spun has kind of opened that up a little bit more for me I'm able to buy stuff purely on colors sometimes and I am more open to having like an educational budget which is mentioned in uh, wool and spinning radio or not wool and spinning radio but just wool and spinning with uh, Rachel at Wolford Pearls which I highly recommend if you're trying to learn more about spinning and techniques and things like that I'm horrendous about techniques I just want to go with what my body is doing because it helps me Um, but there are people out there who really hone in on techniques and really, really want to excel at specific types of spinning or ways to make a yarn. Uh, and I'm, I'm not like that, but I have been able to, uh, open up a little bit about my purchases for creativity and education and I haven't bought commercial yarn in months until this week and that was more just for like a comfort thing and also knowing that I wanted a cardigan a second cardigan of what I've been consistently wearing and loving in a different color to add to my wardrobe with a different base of yarns so that I, it'll be more long-lasting. So it was still a, a purchase made based off my education in spinning, which is really interesting to me because I don't think I would have made that decision if I had not begun spinning. Like, I, I never thought I would be making two of one pattern that wasn't socks or a hat. And for me to willingly want to make another fingering weight sweater with a different type of yarn so that it's more long-lasting and knowing why it will be more long-lasting is a huge credit to my spinning journey. So maybe it would be worth it to talk to you guys about the commercial yarns and projects in my life. But I I would be more curious to hear what y'all think and how you feel about this. Because there's already so many podcasts out there that focus on indie dye businesses or spinning or not spinning but knitting with readily available yarns that I'm not really delving into and won't see myself delving into. But I wanna do what you guys will benefit from. Just because I want to be able to share what I'm working on with y'all. And like the things I'm learning from it. Because I don't think there's really... Spinning is a very solo activity. Unlike knitting. It's a little bit harder. Unless you're on a drop spindle or even an electric wheel. Like one of those little baby ones. To spin with other people. Because you have to take your whole wheel. Or like all of your supplies. It's just easier to do on your own. But it's really hard to find ways to learn from your community if you're not part of, like, a guild. And sometimes there isn't a guild in someone's area. So I really want to not only share my own learning just for my own benefit, but also for you all. So I'd be curious to hear what you think or what you would prefer. Or if you even have a preference that you might not even have a preference and I might just be rambling on something that I don't need to ramble on. So yeah, if you could just let me know in the comments um, of my Instagram account or in an email, I would love to hear from y'all. I hopefully will be back next week. I don't plan on missing weekly episodes I just might change the day on which I'm recording and posting them for the reasons I spoke about earlier so I hope y'all have a good week that you take some time for yourself that you spend some time with family or those you consider family and you're gentle with yourselves this season can be really hard and we, you might need some extra pampering or time at the wheel. I hope to talk to you guys next week. Bye.